Jill wrote jealous. Welcome to the Baffle Club. Good morning. Morning, young lady. How are you? I'm okay. I'm, yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah, I'm just, you know, nothing. I'm doing Groundhog Day. I know everyone. I just, yeah, the energy's this mediocre. We're flatlining. Mm, I'm flatlining. I'd rather ask you how you are, you know, because I feel like well, you've been doing things. Well, hate to rub it in, mm. but restrictions were eased for us here in New <laughs> South Wales. <laughs> I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I can tell. No, I don't want to, I really don't want to make you feel awful because I've been in this situation before where you've seen other parts of the country and the world open up and you're in lockdown and it can be quite depressing. But I yes. thought I'll tell you a little story about how it, how my freedom day week hasn't gone so well. So it might make you feel a little oh, bit better. Good. Oh, good. Yes, please. <laughs> so freedom day was on Monday and mm. I actually didn't do anything for Monday and Tuesday and not to give away secrets of the pod, but we are recording. We don't record it on the day. We record this We don't. <laughs> Uh, So I actually didn't have any social activities planned until the Wednesday. And what I did was I went to dinner with my sister and my cousin and we went to the movies. One of my favorite things to do. Just so excited. my favorite thing of all time. Can I ask what you ate for dinner? Yes. Where was? So this is where it's, this is where it goes wrong from the get go. So you can't really make bookings anywhere. A lot of places are just taking walk-ins. So it's really Mm -hmm. survival of the fittest who gets in first because they've got capacities in all of the restaurants. So near where the movies are, there's a bit of a a a restaurant precinct. And two of the restaurants that I really wanted to go to that I was really hankering for, one really good um, pizza place and another place, both at capacity, then went down to the second tier also couldn't take us went down to the third third tier so we're getting pretty mm. we're getting pretty on the floor grubby. <laughs> <laughs> also didn't take us one oh. re- <laughs> one restaurant left the very questionable thai restaurant on the corner no, with no, no. next to nobody in there like you no. know it's a shit restaurant if after when lockdown freedom day <laughs> it's no not one wants busy. to go <laughs> <laughs> but we had no choice and we were just excited yeah. to be out. So we went in there. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Was it BYO at least? Like could you drink? It was, it was BYO. Okay. It was, you know, Perks. stock standard, yep. um, cash only under the table. Mm. Pretty shit food, but, you know, just just happy to be here vibes, you know? Yeah. Then we get to the cinema across the mm. road. I just love that feeling. You know, I just, like I'm, I'm living it right now. Yeah, that, you, you know, the dark, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, bit mm-hmm. cold, 
this oh yeah go on and the and the cinema that we go to it's this beautiful heritage listed oh, cinema stunning. the randwick mm. ritz so it's just it's old school see. hollywood so you really get all of the feels when you walk in there walk in there renos so um oh. all the <laughs> All the beautiful, you know, architecture inside, gone, gone. Paint, paint smell gone. everywhere. All right, that's fine. Mm. It's not the, it's not the crisp movie feeling I wanted. That's no, fine. Popcorn, buttery popcorn. I was like, mm. at least I've got popcorn. I've actually been salivating, dreaming about the freshly made popcorn at the movies. Cinema popcorn. Get to the bar. Sorry, not making it right now. You can buy the pack of popcorn. Sorry. Sorry. Pardon? <laughs> Sorry. So it's pre-packaged and pre-packaged it's been there for a while. What you buy from the supermarket, just oh, from no, not no, not even no. not even freshly made, like cobs, cobs. Did they not know you were coming? Honestly, it was like disappointment after disappointment after disappointment, and I'm just like trying to keep myself, keep trying to keep the spirits alive because yeah. Was the company any good? Like the company was great. The chat was good. The, ch- the yeah. chat was good. We'll, we'll get points good. for the chat. Get yeah. into the movie and... What did you go and see? We went and saw Shiver Baby. And okay. I, I had actually been really excited to see it for so long. It came out in the US ages ago. And uh, it's a movie about a young Jewish girl who is finishing up college, doesn't really know what she's doing with her life. And she actually is on a sugar daddy website, making a bit of money on the side, but none of oh, her wow. family and friends know about it. And she goes to this shiver, the um, after funeral wake. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so the crescendo of this story mm-hmm. where it just really peaked on not like being the freedom day that I wanted, the entire yeah. movie was shot inside the <laughs> one house and they no. never left the house. They no. never left the house. And I was just like, get out, get out of the house, leave You're the in house. lockdown. It was an I've hour been and a trapped. half. In the one house. So it that was just is like, the worst experience after. You needed something light, something I outside. wanted someone to be traveling, traveling the world. Yeah. I thought I was going to get this great New York imagery because it's set in New York. It was literally in the one house. And the lockdown <laughs> PTSD just sent me over the edge. It was heavy. So oh. word of warning, when you finally do get out, it might not be as you dreamed it. <laughs> Be ready for it to not meet any of your expectations. Be ready for disappointment. Gilly girl, hit me with your baffle moment. What is it this week? Hello. <laughs> Can you hear me? I had, had, had to do that because... <laughs> I just couldn't go far. So I was like, how are we going to greet each other? It has to be with hello, because today I really, really, really want to talk about one of my favorite singers, celebrities, end of, which is obviously Adele. I think she's just it for me. I could tell that you'd been working on that bit for so long. There's a little sparkle in your eye and you're like, this is going to be 
so good. My time so to shine. But my I, – so let me be specific with it because, you know, I could, I could just talk about Adele – all day how much of course and there's nothing baffling about how great she no, is no absolutely not but i'm baffled by the obsession with her at the moment she's got a new album coming out and it's excited very excited. so excited for it but the obsession around her body and how it's changed and how her fans feel about it how she feels about it she's recently done an interview with uh, Vogue US and Vogue UK and they one of them I think it was well where she lives in the US in LA was actually actually took place um, in her gym that she goes to every day Um, and so it's kind of a hot topic at the moment the fact that Adele's making her comeback her huge, what will undoubtedly be an amazing album, um, but she looks different. Um, and I just wanted to have a bit of a chat with you about how we feel about that, how, you know, and the different kinds of discussions that are happening um, around that. She looks great. Yeah. This coverage of her, you know, dramatic weight loss started in 2019. Yeah. Which I guess sounds like a long time, but in the context of, COVID, what is time? Yeah. Um, 2019? It's like been and gone. Exactly. It made me realise that we have been obsessing over this storyline of hers and that's been particularly spurred on by the media. Mm -hmm. I remember when she first posted a picture in 2019 that, showed that she had a different body to mm. the one from the last time that we saw her and I was yeah I was troubled by the media coverage that yeah. was like she looks incredible she's she's half the week she's the glow up she looks amazing like it was all very positive and a lot of commentary about how she did it why she did it who and trained her? What diet's she on? And and the interesting thing, loads of people taking credit for being either A, her trainer or her um, diet, um, you know, organizer or company that she went through. And she's come out in this interview and very blatantly said, like, none of these people have trained me. No, I didn't follow any diet. I've been in the gym obsessively exercising because it helps with my anxiety for the last two years. And that's why I look the way I look and her what what gets me is people are obsessed they're obsessed with her body and it's the negative chat around whether she's too big um and and now it's really looking at has she lost too much weight people when she was when she was you know I, you know, I don't want to use the word overweight because it's got so many negative connotations. But when she was bigger um, and obviously looks very different to how she looks now, there was so much ne- – like people think they've got the right to talk about her body and and now they're now again it's the focus. It's, oh, she's smaller and has she gone too far? And, you know, can we relate to Adele anymore? Is she still as funny? And I just think, shut up. <laughs> yeah. But but have you noticed that throughout this this coverage, all of the language and terminology and the deep dives and the, you know, unpacking how she lost all this weight, as you said, it's all focusing on the aesthetic. Mm. And it wasn't until I read that article too uh, that she did and I wanted to read a quote. Yeah. So something that has just been 
completely left out of the narrative is the mental health side of it. Yes. Which she has now come out and said has been the driving factor of why she did this. It wasn't to look a certain way. It wasn't to meet Hollywood standards, even though I'm sure that when you're a big celebrity, that's always kind of this playing in the back of your head. I can't imagine how difficult that would be to reconcile with people making all this commentary. Um, But, yeah, I mean, she she said – it was because of her anxiety and, and she said, and I'm going to quote here, working out, I would just feel better. It was never about losing weight. It, it was always about becoming strong and giving myself as much time every day without my phone. Like it, the, yeah. the driving factor wasn't it's a healthy one, and yet, and yet the media, all they could focus on was look at how she looks. She looks incredible. And that, I don't know, that just has bothered me so much that there's never been any focus on the on why, the real, like positive aspect yeah. and why. Like she went through, I know I sound like a huge <laughs> fangirl, but she went through a divorce. She went through mental health issues like everyone. She's mm. been through a lockdown. And if exercise is what gets you through that, then I'm all for it. And, yeah, there totally. shouldn't be this focus. Mental- yeah, go. Like go. my exercising is the only thing mm. that really Shifts I have found things. to unlock, you know, positive mental attitudes and health. Like, and I'm not alone in that. So yeah. it's like, it's a great thing. I don't think it's a bad thing that she's lost his way. People are saying like, oh, she's changed. But it's like, who cares? Mm. She has done it for her health. You know, and I there's just, there's also been a lot of chat about around like what she represents, and you've got people like um, Rebel Wilson and Adele who, in an industry which is so um, heavy with you know a certain look and a certain physique, you've got these women who are super talented um, mm-hmm. and who had different body shapes, and now they've come out and you know through exercise and healthy habits they've come out a different size and shape, and I just don't think that they have to be that representation for us. They don't have to be no. – they, they don't need to carry all of that for their fans or for anyone looking on. Like they can just do them. It's their body and, yeah, just do whatever feels good. <laughs> but but isn't that so interesting that and, – and kind of gives you a little insight into how much these people carry, mm. you know, when they have the expectations – of all of these complete strangers, which yeah. I guess is part and parcel of becoming a celebrity. But you – and I guess that's why so many people reject the idea when they get given the label like a role model. Mm. They go, I actually I actually don't want that. It's yeah. a lot of pressure to to be everyone. something for, for everyone. Yeah, how is Adele supposed to be everyone? every woman? She can't. Exactly, so, because we are inherently just human beings that are flawed. And when you don't, when you do something that doesn't follow that role model ideal, mm-hmm. then people feel like they have the right to make commentary or tear you down or be like, well, this isn't the role model that I signed up for. And these people are like, well, hang on. <laughs> I didn't ask for this at all. I'm just being just me. Being I'm me. trying to yeah. live. Like, we, I think we forget that you know these are human beings too and i know it's this kind of like age old conversation around celebrity and and you know they really are the the golden gods of of our time we place so much importance on them but it's like 
they're just normal we, we people. We shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I love being inspired by these people like Ashley Graham and like all these people who really speak to the body positivity movement. Mm. But we have to be careful not to place every ounce of importance in these celebrities because ultimately people are going to let you down and it's not going to be what you want to be. And you don't have to be a certain size to be body positive. So you don't have to be, you know, you you can be body positive at any size, any any weight, Mm. and you can aspire to that. So I think keeping that in the back of our mind as well, that while there's huge advocates for all shapes and sizes, that's what we should be looking at and the acceptance of all of those different shapes and sizes and being beautiful at any size. Um, And Mm. when you look at, you know, how um, fashions and trends and shapes and sizes have changed over time, like we're very much in the, I think, and you might agree, disagree, but I think now it's, you know, the style is kind of to be like athletic and fit and toned. Mm -hmm. Like we're in that kind of, whereas in the 90s it was, you know, a bit a stick thin twiggy style model and I think just you know also keeping track of people have their own shapes and sizes and they're going to fluctuate and that's all good (laughs) and trends are cyclical like Mm. you only have to live a little bit to understand (laughs) that everything comes around and like I remember growing up the the trend was to have dead straight hair poor hair I'm talking (laughs) I know, crisped within an inch I, of its life. I think just I've done lifelong <laughs> damage. damage. I'm pulling at my strands right now because of that phase. Well, the, it was bad news for both of us curly-haired, naturally yeah. curly-haired girls. You know, we had to really work hard to keep up with that trend. And that heat, and now, that summer, <laughs> that, that summer heat. heat. Growing up on the Gold Coast was, was not, not good. good for the frizz. But now we're in this, this trend where kind of like curly natural looking hair yeah is in and it's like yes it's my time to shine mm. in another 10 years probably going to go back to like i don't know dead straight hair and i'm going to be out like your time will come everyone just love your body don't try and catch up with the trends just do you but it's, it's and and that does sound like i'm wrapping it up but that was just like an aside note i mm. do want to i do <laughs> i do want to <laughs> I do have more to say. I've got, I've got more to say because I think that my overarching is, uh, issue here, and I'm so glad you brought this up because we we kind of touched on it a little bit a few weeks ago when we spoke about swimsuit brands. Bikini so I am really passionate mm. about, you know, sending out a message to reject diet culture. But having worked in the media, uh, having worked for these publications – I know what sells and what sells are these publications writing about weight loss. Like you still see magazines like NW who they still put the before and afters, the before and after because it sells. And I really just, I I want everyone to reject that so much because what is it in us that is obsessed with that? Because you know, as much as I would absolutely aspire to a type of society or culture that does reject that um, and that glorification of, you know, the new, beautiful, glowed up body, what, mm. like, what is it in us that makes us think, oh, I, I need to see that? Like, and is it women looking at those photos going, 
you know i think it's it's men too i yeah. think men are now more than ever held to impossible an impossible standard to be you know totally buff and mm. have that ideal body as well i don't think women are isolated like I think it's a few things, and again, this is just my personal opinion, but over the past 20 years, if not more, we have lived in a society that is just so commercialized and has been, you know, the the golden age of marketing. Mm. So everything is tied into sell, 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 and what makes people big money is this uh idea of striving to be perfect yeah and that's how they sell that to people standard people on the street everyday people it's the idea that you aren't as perfect as this model that we've airbrushed within an inch of their life anyway yeah and used for our marketing campaign keep giving us your money and but you can buy s- this product and your teeth you buy this can be that white you- or your you know i don't know what what have i been sold recently like a lipstick that plumps plumps your lips or whatever it yeah. is and then you yeah. like you buy into that it's never ending and and it happens unconsciously like i do it too as much mm. as i'd like to say that i'm an advocate for leaning into your own beauty and xyz like one of the first things i've done now that lockdown has ended is i'm i've booked in to get my hair done mm. to get rid of my gray roots because it's oh, those gray roots. i i can't i can't i can't yet reconcile with the fact that i like aging i know is a beautiful process but i can't that's that's ugly to me mm. so i have to get, that's the first thing i have to take care of yeah and then I don't know, it'll probably be buying some new clothes so people don't think that I've become a complete um, mole rat in lockdown. Like, you <laughs> a know, <mole> it's. Mole rat? <laughs> it's. Yeah, it's, no. Yeah, marketing and commercialization and making money from people. And it, it plays into this striving for perfection to make money from people. But, okay, so I just. I've, we're running out of time. We've, <laughs> we've, we've got, got to wrap it. <laughs> But I know this is your week, but I have this article that I came across and I've said this before, but like Daily Mail, we must take it with a grain of salt because they are like the purveyors of sensationalized headlines. Or like, like a whole know, jar just... of salt. <laughs> <laughs> but go, just like a whole shoot. carton. Okay, so they've put up a picture of Aussie singer Delta Goodrum mm-hmm. and she's been papped walking along the street with a box of donuts cool and the headline reads diet starts tomorrow delta goodrum treats herself to a box of donuts as she steps out in a stunning linen ensemble in sydney (laughs) now that just shit me to tears it really did why (laughs) why does the fact that she's got a box of donuts have anything she to do with that to, <laughs> why does she have to start a diet tomorrow yeah because she's eaten donuts it's it's so archaic this and and people reading that i know that people will read that and go like whatever that's a shitty headline but it damages people you read mm. that and you go I actually might think twice about getting that sweet treat I was going to get this afternoon just unconsciously yeah. in your head. Yeah. Because we're just so we've been so conditioned growing up reading headlines like this that 
you like I just my I just we have to reject this kind of media and it's yeah. so so problematic to me yeah. and it's the same thing with how we've treated Adele how people have covered this like feeling the need to comment on yeah like that before and after how and she looks as though it's a or what she's eating or yeah yeah 100% So sorry we spoke into your ears for such a long time today. We just had a lot to say about that. You got one. a little bit more than what you paid for. Yeah, you get you get it all. I'm this not week. sorry. So I'm going to keep this real tight. You can follow me over at Julie Rochellis, and you can follow the pod pod pod. <laughs> Why the podcast over at? And it's because I get nervous about this section every time because sure I have a wrong. variation. Of the name every time. It's at Baffle Club Podcast. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. <laughs> you got it right this week. Uh, you. And you can Thank follow you. me at Lisa K. Ham. If you want to do your renditions of Adele's new single, uh, slide into our DMs. Sing for us. Send Sing for yourself. I'd love, I'd love to have a listen. All right. Hello. And also goodbye. 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 <laughs>